1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey everybody, this is Derek alongside uh, Carl. We uh, Welcome to Backpacking and Blisters, Epic Tales and Epic Trails. This is episode four. Uh, today we're going to be talking about shaving weight. In unexpected ways as we try to construct the perfect backpacking trip, which may or may not be impossible. So today we're going to go over a lot of different things on how to shave weight off of your your pack, your body, other things like that, and do some trivia and some other fun things. So uh, let's go ahead and get started. Thanks for joining us. Yes. Carl, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, and I think it's safe to say that this is not a new topic. This has been put out there before, mm. but... The key, I think, for our our topic today is that it's in unexpected ways. Perhaps you haven't heard about them, or perhaps we're just misguided and we have some ideas that haven't put out there before. We just don't know about it, but we'll find out. Yeah, good call. Well, where should we start first today? Let's start with, what, what do you have in mind? You want to do the top three here, or what do you want to... Let's go with three ways to lighten your load mm. that we have experienced and uh, figured out on our own that perhaps aren't common practice. Yeah. That's a good call there. One, I'll, st- I'll throw up my first one here if that's cool with you. I, I want to say three things. Okay, so one thing, this may or may not, may, this applied to me, I think, this year more than anything. I think what I decided to do was I wanted to go super hyper light, and I got rid of my old backpack, and I went and got a lighter framed uh, backpack. I'm going to predict that it was an Osprey. You are psychic it was an osprey and it was amazing and i think what i, I got a tw- i got a 25 liter bag and the guy at the store looked at me and he's like this is a day pack dude you can't go backpacking <laughs> with this pack and i said watch me because i know in my head like what i usually bring i was able to fit the everything in there the sleeping bag i think i attached to the outside and then it came with like the, you know the rainproof shell if you need to like cover it all up so it ended up working out great. I loved it. Really was a lot lighter on the back overall. So that'd be my first one for sure. Okay. Well, in the education world, we call this backward planning. 
because you're sort of planning from the end. What's what's the end result? Is you want to have a pack where it's small and you can fit all your things in there and still be relatively lightweight. And that's so you're kind of starting with the end here. You have to be able to to obviously not take everything with you to fit everything into the pack. So mm. um, we're kind of yeah we're kind of going going backwards a little bit. Look, man, but I like it. I like it because now. How do you, how can you wear that pack is the question. What do you have to do to be able to fit everything you want to bring in that pack? And of course, we got to take some things out of the pack to make it work, right? Yeah. Well. So true. yeah. So the one that I've got is something that takes up a fair bit of space in the pack, and is a way that is is probably the number one way people overpack. Oh boy, here we and go. That, I don't. I don't. I'm not lying. I'm this nervous. Food. Actually, food. Food. Oh yeah. No, that's true. How many times have you overpacked your food? Yeah, yeah. How about every time? So I've actually been threatening for years to not bring any food and just <laughs> mooch off of it. I remember this, and, this idle threat. Yeah. <laughs> and my prediction is that I could mooch off everybody the entire trip, not bring any food, and there would still be food left over after the trip. I think you're right. I, I, can, I can think of three specific people who bring far too much food and never finish exactly. any of it. Now, I would... Yeah, and I don't think it's fair to do that, so I would never do that. But here's here's what I did this, this past summer, and I don't know, this is kind of going to the extreme, but this is how committed I was to shave weight. Mm. I actually weighed my food because wow. the standard is two pounds per person per day. Two pounds so of I food? Thought, yeah. No, but, but what about, I guess that, I mean, because a freeze-dried meal is not, it's like nothing, you know? Right, and they take that into account that people are bringing freeze-dried stuff, okay. so it's going to end up being more than two pounds once you rehydrate it. Right. So here's what I did. I'm going I'm to give you the, the quick breakdown here. Here's what I brought, and this definitely cut a lot of pack weight. I actually decided I'm going to go to a pound, about a pound and a half of food. So I brought a four-ounce Cliff Bar. That was my breakfast. Wow. And then I brought one pound of trail mix, which is a lot. I mean, and I've, I mean that's a lot of trail that mix. That is a lot of trail mix, yeah. And I brought different kinds of trail mix for each day just to mix it up a little bit. Sure. And that was my whole food for the entire day. Don't, and then don't my you dinner, run out of energy, though, for like one power bar? You know? It's like a, I'm not a big breakfast guy. So that, that wasn't a big deal. And plus, I could just kind of take some of my trail mix to supplement. But okay. So anyway, so those are the first two. Then for dinner, the, those freeze-dried meals, if you buy the, the kind of the vacuum-packed ones, those are about four ounces. Right. So it's a pound, eight ounces. It's about a pound and a half. I think I brought like a few prunes that kind of offset some of that weight. And and then of course I did mooch a little bit off some people, but I still even with that I had a ton of trail mix left over at the end of the trip because you just can't down that much trail mix. No. So no. is that smart? Yes. I don't know. It did it shave? Did it shave weight out of my pack? Well, technically it shaved about a pound and a half out of my pack. Actually, more than that because it was over four days. So that's that's pretty. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. I stopped bringing trail mix for that very reason because I felt obligated every day to eat a certain amount. And I'm like, I just would get tired of eating nuts on the trail. And I had this like big old heavy Ziploc bag of trail mix. I'm like, I'm like, this is going to feel so much better when it's gone. But now I have, feel like I have to eat it. And I didn't want to eat it. And I just stopped bringing it. I just got over it. I was like, I need to bring something better and lighter. And You're definitely going against the grain on that one because I think there's more listeners out there that bring trail mix on the trail. Oh, for sure than- there is. Yeah, so, and I mean, there's so great trail mix yeah. out there. Don't get me wrong, but I think I just I have to really, really enjoy it. Otherwise, I'm not going to eat it. Okay, well that that was just my strategy, and I cut a pound and a half out of my pack. Not to mention space. Not to mention. Did cost you like that? At, that choice you made. 
It was good. I, I was a good choice for for weight savings. Is in terms of like trip and food enjoyment, um, I would probably change that if the trip were not as intense. Yeah. And if we had shorter days, which I think we are next year, so I, I'll probably mix it up. But that's just that's just a unexpected way. So. Okay. Back to you. You know, let me let me jump on number two. You know, and sometimes I think Carl. You know, so what do people bring a lot of? that they don't really need a lot of what what do you what do you need to put on your body to keep you number one you know appropriate on the trail but number two you know what do you need to put on your body to to get through all these weather changes sometimes is is clothes and i think people can bring too many clothes and i am guilty of doing this the year i brought a couple pairs of shoes the years i brought like three three uh pairs of clothes you know just and I think it was like, it's just unnecessary. So I think, am I willing to get like a, a, a dry wicking shirt or, uh, and, and just power that out the whole trip? A pair of shorts or those like, those like, those like pants that also zip out into shorts. I, I think I have those. Maybe some lightweight trunks. And that's like, that's like it. I don't think you need, you can just smell. It's okay to smell for a couple of days with the, with the dudes out there in the middle of nowhere and go, go, you know, go take a bath in the lake or whatever. And, uh, but it's, it's, I mean, we're talking like a pound to two pounds of, of just extra stuff. Plus if you're going to bring like rain gear, you know, you got to think about that too. And make me no mistake. You are, even with deodorant out there, you are going to stink and smell. And yeah, I'm with you. If, if I'm really stinky, that is a risk that I am willing to take. I mean, I've endured it for this long and I'm still your friend. So think about that. All right, I like it. So clothing, yeah, and and obviously we had Nate one year, his first year, he uh, brought four changes. Four. And these were like long pants. I think he had like yeah. three pairs of like shorts that were heavy shorts because I remember borrowing one because I didn't bring it. might have had a sports jacket. Yeah, I didn't bring it swim trunks or something. But he's, so he, he's getting better, I think. He's getting better. We all improved that. I guess you can kind of see the newbie episode to, to, to reference what to do about that. Yeah. But I like it. Clothing's a good one. I'm going to go with my second one. This one I'm pretty proud of. I think other people have caught on, but I've got a little twist to it. This is water and hydration. One of the heavy in your pack is water. And granted, sometimes if you're going to be going backpacking in the desert, you need to carry in the water. It's just going to be dead weight. You got to bring it in. But most of the time, if you're in the mountains and you're crossing streams, you can look at your map and know that you have reliable water sources coming up. You don't need to carry two liters of water constantly with right. you. Two liters is about four pounds of weight. Right. So if you can cut it down to one liter or less and just filter more when you're going to take breaks anyway, especially if you're hiking uphill, then you can cut a good two plus pounds right there. So here's here's what I do to, to make it work is I will... So we stop at a water source, we filter the water, and I will have my water bottle and I'll pour in some of the like my electrolyte mix and then I'll just pound it. I'll pound it until I just simply do not want any more water. So now I'm maxed out with my water. <laughs> and then I'm not You get this down to a science. I do. I, t- wow. I told you. This is good. This is good. good I might try this. And then as I hike, I'm, I'm peeing it back out. So I'm losing the weight as I hike. And I'm only carrying about half a liter to a liter with me, depending upon you know where the next water source is. Now, the caveat, of course, is that if you think there's a source and it turns out to be a dry creek, then... yeah. Which I think we had that happen last year, right? We did. We did. So it's not foolproof. So you really have to know what you're doing to do that. But that's just a simple way, I feel like, to stay hydrated and cut weight. Yeah. Uh, all right. So my third my third um, 
This is kind of a random one. My third way to, to shave off a little weight is is kind of applicable to kind of the job I have on most trips, which is starting fires. So I'm a big fire starter in life and on the trail. <laughs> and so I take that with pride. So I like to I like to challenge myself to I watch a lot of like the Bear Grills. I watch a lot of like the Survivor Man stuff, MacGyver. I mean, who doesn't watch MacGyver? So that's all, all real. All real. So actually Survivor real. Man's legit. He's he's legit. I know, dude, right? I started like just looking for different ways to start fires just for fun. Like, you know, so I don't have to do it. I could do it the same way every time, obviously, but it's fun to kind of experiment and see like, well, what if I didn't have this? Like, could I do it this way? So obviously I have like the flint and all that jazz. One year, what I did was I used to bring like those like long sticks that are like kindling starters and there's like five or 10 in a pack. And the pack was probably like, I don't know. 10 ounces or maybe maybe it was a little bit less like eight to 10 ounces so it wait, was you, you know wait, 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 wait. so you actually packed wood in no 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 not wood it wasn't wood they were these were like little like fibrous you can get them at REI. they're like little fibrous um sticks and when you once you light them they they help start the fire essentially right so it's a duraflame log it's a smaller version of a duraflame log it's kind of like a duraflame log yeah no, you're on the right track, actually. I'm proud of you. That's good. So I had like a bunch of those. And then I decided, you know, I want to try something different because this they, they were kind of heavy and I was trying to like lighten my pack. So I heard, uh, I think on Survivor Man or Bear Grylls, I can't remember which one it was, but they said, you know, why don't you use your dryer lint? It's lighter and it burns just as well. So I'm like, hmm, that's cool. And then they suggested like cotton balls or like eye makeup remover, like, cotton pad things so i had like a baggie full of those and that was probably like and this might sound kind of lame but it was like probably like five to seven ounces lighter which if you you know add all this up it it makes it easier so i tried that one year and it was it was amazing so that was awesome and then one year i think i subbed out like germy gel you know like a little purell germy gel which was like two or three ounces instead and that stuff, let me tell you, that stuff's golden. That stuff works great. Light that stuff, stuff on fire works great. So, um, you know, if you're thinking about all these little things, these are some little things you can do in the, in the fire department. So I've I've enjoyed that a lot, and I've, I've done it for a few years now. So I think that, your your uh, trail cred just dropped quite a bit there. That's that might be what? Do you, why? It that should, was ridiculous. That was. Are you serious? So you so you're talking about fire starter stuff, and then yeah. you went and and you and you mentioned that you had access to. Some sort of eye makeup remover. What what you got going on over there, Derek? Look, when you watch Survivor Man and you watch Bear Grylls, you do your due diligence homework. And it doesn't, there's no gender. It's eye makeup remover cotton pads, not the actual makeup Oh, remover. that's way different. Of course, you, you could have those without the eye but makeup. But now that you mention eye makeup remover, I wonder how flammable that really is. <laughs> I'm gonna, you might, I might try that, actually. It's a good idea. I'm proud of you. Uh, <laughs> thinking outside the box yet again yeah you got me a little speechless on that one but you we'll never cease to amaze it. though so. okay i've got a ridiculous one for my third one okay. too but not, not because my idea is ridiculous but because debatable the fact that people bring this stuff is ridiculous well you can you can respond okay. one time you invited a guy on our trip and he hasn't come back since i think he had a rough time on the trip <laughs> honestly it wasn't a tough trip but he was not physically fit or he we knew that he had been we knew he had the capability and he just brought a bunch of extra stuff. Kind of side note on that one. He actually like unpacked a whole bunch of pots and pans, like a whole mesh bag oh, full of them. Yeah. Probably like four to five pounds worth. And I yeah. was like, I was like, dude, we have this cover. We don't really need that. 
And so he kind of had put it with the group gear, and I was like, we, we're probably good without that, but thanks for bringing it anyway. I was trying to be polite because I wanted to honor the fact that he brought it. Yeah. And he's like, all right, cool. And then he just like put it in his pack. And I was like, uh. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny about that? I, I still remember that moment. And uh, I was like, I want to, like, I, I didn't know what to do because I'm like, do I tell him to just like leave it here? Or because I lifted up his pack. I'm like, dude, this pack is so heavy. Right, right. I, I, don't, I, I don't even know speechless um, so that that's not what i had in mind like ob- that's an obvious one but what he also brought in addition to that was something that i think other people bring maybe not to the extent that he did but he has what i call pack ornaments mm. where you're you're dangling or you're connecting things to your pack that don't really serve a purpose but they make you look really cool as a backpacker so <laughs> <laughs> such as he had like three metal carabiners not like the the keychain ones but like legit climbing carabiners attached to his pack oh wow other examples of ornaments could be like one of those uh, you know like a miniature thermometer a miniature compass st- i've seen stuffed animals like if you add those things up like you're not shaving pounds off but they're just kind of useless items that right. don't what about a whistle uh, you can make a case for a whistle because that's an emergency item, especially if you bring kids with you. You want to have some whistles there. I fall down, I hurt myself. I got my whistle yeah. right there. We'll spread out on the trail. That's a good. I like that okay. one. No, I, right. I think we don't typically bring whistles, but I think that's a good one to have, especially if it's attached. That, I would say that's a that's an appropriate pack ornament. Hmm. Okay. I would say that those temperature thermometer things, those things, inappropriate because they're not even close to accurate. So. <laughs> I would agree with that. That's so true. What a waste. All right, so, so that so those are my three. You got your three. I think these are legit. But I mean, we're just obviously scratching the surface. I think I think we need to go rapid fire now. Yeah, let's and do it. I want to I want to call this rapid fire round. Take this, not that. So we're not going to really expand too much on them. It's just simple ways to save weight. These maybe not so earth shattering. Maybe maybe not so obvious. But hey, if you're new to backpacking, these might be new to you. So uh, from from experience, let's just go back and forth. Okay. I I can start. If, yeah. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Right. yeah. So I think an obvious one. With how well marked things are, uh, bring your map. Mm. Don't bring your GPS system. Oh wow! Unless yeah. you're going off trail. Unless you're going off trail, you don't. You don't. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Bring a travel size toothpaste, not your full size toothpaste, or no toothpaste at all. Or well, you know, for the hygienically sound, maybe a little bit. I'll stick with I'll stick with hygiene. Bring a hotel version of a toothbrush because they're super lightweight mm. and they're disposable, rather than the one the dentist gives you. Mm. Bring a legit waterproof cover for either your bag or yourself, not a shoddy poncho like I brought, where water just got through anyway. I like it. Bring trail running shoes. Actually, wear trail running shoes, not boots, unless you have some sort of ankle problems that require you to wear boots. Mm, mm, that's a good one. I would say uh, if I'm going to bring something, I want to bring. I want to bring food that. I want to bring food that brings me energy and not food that's just going to make me full. Does that make sense? <laughs> I want energy. It does, not. it does not make sense at all. Well, like okay, <laughs> like I don't want to bring like celery. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to bring... Who's <laughs> gonna? I mean, maybe you're a vegan and you love celery, but like... Common backcountry problem right there. Do I need more vegetables? Bring a lightweight disposable water bottle. Don't bring a Nalgene bottle. And please don't bring one made of metal unless it's got some sort of special importance to you. <laughs> I like the Nalgene. Actually, I stopped bringing Nalgene. That's, that's true. Uh, I would say bring toilet paper 
not like like part of a roll of toilet paper, not the entire roll of toilet paper, which some people bring. I would even encourage you further to not bring toilet paper at all and use the naturist leaves around you to handle your business, which are often softer, I think, than toilet paper. Okay, that's that's going full on. This detail. Native right there. I care. I like it. Yeah. Okay, I've got one more. All right. And that is, this one's for my wife, Jessica. This is for the ladies out there. She suggests to bring and wear hair braids. Don't bring the hairbrush. Mm. Yeah, okay, I can see or that. Or I guess guys with long hair could have that. Yeah, that's true. Situation. All right. Well, I got, I got one more. I would okay. say bring, I, I don't bring a trowel or a shovel anymore for my poop. I just actually use like a rock and dig a little hole real quick there. So you can shave off some weight there too. So bring nothing but leave the trowel behind. Yes, bring nothing. You find the rocks on the trail. I'm, I'm with or you Or a pine cone is pretty good as well. Okay. So there we have it. Pretty solid pine cone to dig a hole. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. The forest provides, okay? I think, okay, so I, I think we've, we've, we've covered a lot of stuff there. It's time now for me to throw another trivia question at you. Oh. And in future episodes, I would be happy for you to reciprocate, so throw some questions at me. Since we, I don't think you've actually achieved your uh, punishment from getting the last one wrong. So we're, this one, we're just going to go straight up. There's no punishment. Just just try to get this one right. I'm going to give you a, it's a softball. Pressure. Remember, remember folks, remember, folks, he Googles and reads the stuff to, to, to no end. So this has nothing to do with that whatsoever. This Everything is all about fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Knives, machetes, saws, and shears. Multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, MidwayUSA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Good cover. Here we go. This relates to our topic. This is all about items that people have brought on the trail, specifically our good friend Rocky, that has no business being in the backcountry. The the trivia question is simply, I'm going to give you a list of things that he has literally brought miles from the trailhead. And I want you to put them in order from lightest to heaviest. Oh, wow. Okay. And so I'm going to give you a list of four. And like I said, this is a softball question yeah. here. What's going to be interesting to the listeners is how the, the fact that he actually brought these into the backcountry. Oh, and initially, it was just to get a reaction out of us. But some of these actually were legit. Like, he's like, I need to bring this. Yeah. Here we go. Four items. Item number one is a five-pound weight. Mm. Item number two is a pair of DVDs. A pair of DVDs. Okay. No player. Just the DVDs. Yep. 
Item number three is a pair of hammers. <laughs> I forgot about that. Okay. And item number four is my favorite. A glass jar of peanuts. Glass jar? <laughs> I don't think I was on that trip. Order lightest to, to heaviest. Okay, I'm going to say DVDs are the lightest. All we'll right. say the... How big were the hammers? They were regular hammer size. God, MC I think you could toss that up between hammers and five pound weight, probably, right? Now, I would say hammers and then five pound weight. And then I'm going to actually, well, I'm going to say hammers, peanuts, five pound weight. <laughs> you think a glass jar of peanuts weighs more than a pair of hammers? Like, hammers are made of metal. Dude, I know, but, you know, I mean, you're talking like what? Like a pound and a half? Two? Two pounds per hammer? I guess that's For true. The, I think. Yeah. I think you get, oh, yeah. you're talking a pair of hammers. Okay, so let's go. I'm, I'm going to let you amend your answer. DVDs, here, peanuts, hammers, five pound weight. Correct. Oh, wow. Look, I'm going to throw in a bonus. I'm going to throw in a bonus, which was random. He brought a, well, he left it on the trail though, right? And and I'm sure somebody got it. But when he brought the, um, he had like the 70 pound pack and he <laughs> was talking smack the whole trip. And then, you know, Rocky's like a guy who's like out in front all the time there's like there's no there's no limit to his energy okay so let's all make that clear he doesn't use any poles doesn't use anything but his pack has like way too much food all the time he brings ridiculous stuff as carl just said so finally one trip he had had enough and i i never thought i'd see the day where he was the last person off the trail and literally within probably 800 yards of the end of the trail he took off a four-legged folding chair and left it on the trail and then just and then just finished the trail we got to go back and get that Let's somebody see. picked that up are you kidding me the chair was great that's right by the trailhead Who's yeah that? that's gonna be a legend we're, we're gonna go back and get yeah. that it's that was amazing it's, so he neither Derek nor i knew about that so we would have gone back actually i don't know if derek would have i would have gone back I, I at that point I, I admit i would not have gone back i was so tired let's Hey, let's wrap this one up. We, you know, we kind of we don't want to come across as like weight weenies. We never bring anything luxurious into the backcountry. I think we gotta we gotta say, you know, it's okay to bring some cool stuff that doesn't necessarily, oh yeah, you know, address the lightweight yeah. factor. Something that maybe you could still fit in your Osprey pack. Right. So, so Derek, if you had one luxury item to bring, or that you that you have brought, what's what's one that you want to stick with? And you think this is worth the wait? Uh, okay, so this is probably the one item above. Well, okay, there's two. I got two. I'm gonna do it real quick. One are my rainbow sandals, and once I get to camp and get all set up, it's nice to have sandals to, like walk around and take the shoes off, let the feet breathe. That's one. Okay. Probably more than that, more than anything, are the wool socks, and I'll probably pack mm-hmm. at least one per day of those. Like, whereas some of you guys just bring like one pair for the whole trip, I'll bring like one pair per day because putting fresh socks on my feet, number one is amazing, but I, it just makes me feel better. I think it's, it's more for morale for me. So I, I bring the socks, not cotton, but I the bring wool. Two pairs. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. What about you? I like it. I think, I think actually the socks are essentials. And then if your, your luxury part of that is just bring extra Yeah. Oh pairs. yeah. I bring like four or five. So my luxury item is, no surprise, is the chair, but I have graduated to the chair kit, which is nothing new. These things have been around for a while, the kind that you fold your thermorest up Mm. and and you sit in. But here's why I like it. I like it because when we 
sit around at night and play cards in the tent, I can have that inside the tent mm. and I have like more of a firm back rest to lean up against rather than trying to like hunch right. over or lean on my arms. I get tired. I am super comfortable in the tent playing cards and that's my luck. And it doesn't weigh that much. I think it's, it's a half a pound, maybe a little that's more. It's a lot. It's a lot better than your like four pound plastic, uh, you know, picnic chair that you brought mm. that one year. That is a story for another that day, my amazing. friend, but that, We're gonna get to that, that one did later. happen one time. We will get so, to that one. Those are good, dude. Uh, guys, thanks again for listening and tuning in to Backpacking and Blisters. Go ahead and hit, hit that subscribe button. Join the team. And uh, I want to preface next time we're going to be talking about a fun, interesting topic about how to win at backpacking. You, you might think to yourself, there's no way to win, Derek. And I'm telling you, Carl, there is a way to win. And we're, yeah, we're going to talk about that. So stay tuned. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, it's not backpacking. If there's not a few blisters along the way. I want to around the world. When you go out there and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.